Hi everybody, this is Wit from Spiderbait. When I'm passing through Karam, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometres an hour and reminisces about doing the Eel Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karam and get down with the good vibes. Estimate the power of the dark side. If you will not fight, then you will meet your destiny. Dobby has no master. Dobby is a free elf. And Dobby has come to save Harry Potter and his friends. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh... Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Hello and good afternoon and you are listening to Radio Karam and that was just a fantastic um, episode of Choice Cuts there, Kimmy, with Greg and Three Hours of the Doors. Oh, oh my word, what fans of the Doors are we? Absolutely. I could not stop listening. It was fabulous. And uh, Jim Morrison, oh my God, he's just a legend or he, he was a legend. He was. So tune in next week as well because Greg has told us it's all going to be the 90s next time mm. on um, Choice Cuts here on Radio Caram. And now, of course, you're listening to Girls on Film and I am Carenza. And I'm Kim. And uh, have we got some shows for you today? We do indeed. Well, we've got a movie and some binge-worthy television um, to check out. So we're going to take a look this week at the film Belfast mm-hmm. um, and then three great binge-worthy shows. So um, we're taking a look at Dead to Me um, over on Netflix with season three um, coming imminently. So let's have a look back at seasons one and two of that great show. And uh, thinking of also a comedy, we'll take a look at Fleabag as well. So if you're looking one of for my something... Favorites. Yeah, something. Oh, you're giving away your styles already there, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> something fun to watch. Um, Fleabag as well. And then we go to, um, I think it's on Prime where we're checking out Line of Duty. And you can also see that on BritBox. Um, but Kim, you're going to kick off today's show, I believe. I am. We're going to start with uh, a movie. It's just been released to Amazon Prime uh, directly from cinemas. And uh, it's a film called Belfast, which has been uh, written, directed, uh, produced by uh, none other than Kenneth Brown. So let's listen to the trailer now and we'll get into it after that. You are listening to Girls on Film here on Radio Caram. We all have a story to tell, but what makes each one different is not how the story ends, but rather the place where it begins. Can you put the shoes? Do you think me and that girl have a future? Well, why the heck not? You know she's a Catholic. Can you call me here? Yes! You know who you are. Your buddy from Belfast, where everybody knows you. So 
Welcome back to Girls on Film. Yeah, so uh, I checked out Belfast, as I said before, written, directed and produced by Kenneth Branagh. Now, I love Kenneth Branagh. He's, um, he, I think he's a terrific um, writer, producer, director. Yeah, he's, he's directed a few. He uh, directed and um, starred in um, all Agatha the, Christie. All the Death yeah. on the Nile things. Yeah, That's the one. We, we um, recently reviewed, of course, That's the, right. uh, that one. With, uh, that was a great one. That's right. Well, look, this one's... So you're back for another Kenneth Branagh dose, are you? I love Kenneth Branagh. But um, look, this film let me down a little, if I must say. Um, a great look. When I say great, it, it's got huge reviews. I mean, it's it won an Oscar. Oh, uh, well, it can't be bad then, yeah, Kimmy. Yeah. Well, it won an Oscar and it won a Golden Globe, both for best original screenplay. But it just, for me, it lost a little. Uh, lost a little bit of something, I don't know. But look, it was nominated for seven Oscars, including Best Film. So obviously, um, I'm it's a minority. Very good. Yeah. You might be the minority. Yeah. Look, uh, it's it's well acted. I'll give it that. Uh, Jamie Dornan from the Fifty Shades uh, series. Uh, he starred. He was probably. Is he Australian? No, no. He's he's actually born in Belfast. Would oh, you believe? So who's the Australian then from Fifty Shades? I'm digressing now. I thought there was an Australian in that. Maybe yeah, it's, um, there, maybe there is, but it definitely wasn't him okay because, no uh, not if he was born in Belfast no he would not be Australian well he was a lead and 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 the other supporting actor Syrian Hines or Hines he was actually also born in Belfast as was Kenneth Brenner now this film is based loosely on Kenneth Brenner's life so is it a bit of an auto kind of biography yeah ah. absolutely he wrote it about his childhood so he's we're basically looking through the eyes of, of Kenneth as a young a, a young boy so um yeah and it, it was set in in Belfast and it was specifically in a street uh, which was uh, lived in by both Protestants and Catholics 
streets. Wow, well, that would have had a lot of tension in that street then. Well, they were quite uh, living quite ha- uh, harmoniously, uh, but there was others from outside and, and there was a Protestant gang that took, you know, uh, offence to the fact that they were living together and uh, created, a, a, you know, riots through the streets and everything. It became a very, very dangerous place to live. Mm. And it, this is seen through the eyes of a, a young boy. Wow. Um, and, um, yeah, it was – it was look – uh, for me, it it just was a bit slow. Um, Judy Dench, Dame Judy Dench. I, I mean, love Dame she Judy acted Dench. beautifully in it, and she always does. I mean, you know, how could she not? She's yeah, Dame, she's a star. She is a star. A superstar, um, and that's one of the reasons I was, you know, drawn um, to the film. Dr- yeah, because I love her, and um, she didn't play a big role though. She played the grandmother role. Uh, she has Irish roots too, believe it or not, but not Northern Ireland. Her mother was. Born in Dublin, so Southern Ireland. Yeah, yeah. so well, the main island. That's right. So, um, yeah, she she was actually uh, went back to live in Dublin when she was ten. So she was actually brought wow. up in Dublin, not England, so even though she was born there. It's obviously a, a passion project for people. This film, it yeah. sounds like you know, like I mean, because that was you know, it's a huge part of history and people's stories and lives. Yeah, you know, growing up in Northern Ireland in the sort of seventies with you know all of the things that went on there. Um, you know, it's been written about, sung about, um, you know, by so many artists. So, um, as you said, seven Oscar nominations. Well, yeah, that's right. And look, it, it won a lot of BAFTAs too. I think it might have won the best film uh, in Britain. I, I think it did, the BAFTA. So, um, no, very, very good. Um, look, So our listeners can watch this on… It's on Amazon Prime. It's, um, it's look, it's a… Not a very long movie, uh, but it did. Uh, it's only an hour and thirty-eight minutes. But it, it for me, it it just dragged on a little bit. In fact, if I'm going to be completely honest, I watched it in two different um, sittings. Yeah, sittings. You gave because, up halfway yeah, and then went I back. Just, oh yeah. So when that a film does that for me, and, like, you know, it's not looking you're good. Like, oh dear. Yeah. What's, what are your stars today, then, Kim? I got a feeling you might be. Do you know we've never given anything on this show below three stars? Um, are you about to break that? I certainly am. I certainly am. Look, um, as very much harsh as, today. Yeah, look, as much as it, it is beautifully acted, the cinematography. Look, it start, this film started off in black and white and gradually, you know, blended into oh, colour. Oh, no, so, I like that. Yeah, and it was digitally, digitally shot uh, on a very small budget by Kenneth Branagh because it. it was during COVID uh, and he didn't have a massive budget for it. So, oh, you know, that... that yeah, that w- was done very, very well. Well, you piqued my interest. I, actually, I haven't seen this, but yeah. I'm actually thinking even though you're going to give it below three stars, I might go and watch this because um, the passion projects um, – I think are things that I tend to be drawn to. Yeah, well, the the set he actually purposely built the set, wow. uh, which was also very good too. And you, you know, um, the scenery was was definitely very dark, and uh, you can only imagine what it would have been back like back in nineteen sixty nine in Belfast, mm. back in those times. And, and look, this family basically decides because Jamie Dornan's character uh, decides. Well, he he already lives and. Uh, works in England and only comes home every now and then to provide for his family. So there's already dramas going on there at home. And so uh, Catriona Balfe, I think you say her name, she from Outlander, very, very good actress. And she did – she was very – Oh, see, I love her. Yeah, she was brilliant in this. She really was. Um, I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, well, she she was great. And 
um, she she basically um, holds the family together and while they're deciding whether to leave or not and he has to keep racing back to his family during these riots and uh, I won't tell you what happens but um, look I'm giving this two and a half stars uh, I'm going to give it half you know as in uh, half of five um, you know because it wasn't a bad film it was a good film it just I just didn't get uh, you know, drawn into it. So great music soundtrack there, Kim. Because oh, music, picked, yeah. There's two songs here that we could play this afternoon. You get to choose. Okay. Well, um, the Van Morrison played uh, ten uh, tracks on this film, and so the the majority of the soundtrack is made up from Van Morrison, who is also born and bred in Belfast. So, um, and Kenneth Branagh did very well putting all together that you know, um, natives of, of Belfast for this film. Uh, but then there was Everlasting Love too, which I think you would like to play. <laughs> I do prefer that song. Yes, you did tell me in the break. So let's go with that one. This is Love Affair, Everlasting Love from the f- music soundtrack of the film Belfast. And you are listening to Girls on Film here on Radio Caram. Hi, I'm Dr. Floyd Gomes, uh, a.k.a. Atticus Health with Dr. Floyd, you might recall, and it's great to be here at Radio Caram. Don't worry about a thing, because Atticus Health will make you feel all right. Don't worry about a thing. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright that is one of our fabulous sponsors there on Radio Karim, Atticus Health, a fantastic um, general practitioner um, service, Kimmy, just down the road here in Karim. And of course, we thank all of our awesome and wonderful sponsors for getting behind our local radio station uh, run by local people with local stories. And you are listening to Girls on Film, the show where Kim and I have a lot of fun talking nonsense about the types of uh, TV shows you might want to get your teeth into. And we've got a great one today for you. If you're looking for something to be Binge. We think we've got a good one, Kimmy. You love this, don't I you? I do love this you, show. You uh, wrote me into this one uh, a couple of years ago, I think it, during COVID, and I got completely hooked in one and two. They just seemed to get better and better. But I must admit I didn't finish season three because I got sidetracked, I think, with you know coming out of COVID and things like that. So let's go and have a look at the trailer for that. Yeah, so we are going to check out Line of Duty. Now, you can see this over on BritBox. Um, obviously, it's a British show. And Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Let's have a listen to uh, the trailer for one of the most recent seasons. It is coming, I promise. It's a quiet All units, all units, suspect heading south. Suspect is considered armed and extremely dangerous. Do not engage. I repeat, do not engage. Lace your fingers behind your head, drop to your knees!
So, Line of Duty, Kim, it is a British um, kind of police drama show and you just saw a bit of a trailer there of um, a police chase, of course. Um, Absolutely. Look, that uh, was a very short trailer, Corinne, so normally our trailers go for a little, <laughs> little while, but that was very quick and it kind of caught us off guard. It so, is. do you know this film? Was TV, uh, TV show. Sorry, this series. Sorry, I love my films and uh, I've only got one today so I can't help it. But this TV series was filmed in Belfast too. It must have got a theme A Belfast going theme. On. Well, yeah. Line of Duty is a British um, police uh, TV series. Mm. Um, now, it started... Um, oh, my goodness. It's, it's your phone making noises, Kim. What are you doing to us on today's show? The trailer uh, went on again. <laughs> It, it started in uh, on the 26th of June, 2012. 2012. 2012. Yes. No, 2022. Is that how you say it? No, 2012. Drama series in 10 years with a consolidated audience of four, four million viewers. Its second season kicked off in uh, February 2014 to widespread, um, huge acclaim. And then the BBC commissioned two more series. Um, and it's a phenomenal, phenomenal show. So, um, look. Um, yeah, it's all around anti-corruption, isn't it? It there's is. It's an anti-corruption unit. Well, there's six series, Kim. So yeah. it follows DS Steve Arnott, mm. um, who is a um, firearms officer and he's transferred to the anti-corruptions unit, otherwise mm. known as AC12. I'm guessing AC stands for anti-corruptions. After he, um, <laughs> after he refuses to agree to cover up an unlawful shooting by his own team. And then we see six different seasons of different stories each season there's a different story, but there's a common thread all the way through because um, there are some, what do you call them, dodgy police, Kim. Dodgy it's, police. Yes, very much so. And they're seeking out corruption. So he's partnered with um, DC Kate Fleming, mm-hmm. um, who is an undercover. An undercover. Yes. Um, and so whilst they have different stories, they all tie together and they, they work under the supervision of Superintendent Ted Hastings. Mm, played um, by Adrian Dunbar. What a legend. Yes. So they, they investigate... 12 seemingly random cases, um, all involving corrupt police. Um, mm-hmm. But what they find is actually they get a bit joined up. And then everything, the huge story arc is around who is the identity of H, who is a very corrupt person of senior rank within the police force. That's and right, who mate. is instrumental in running organised crime. So it's a thriller. Yeah. And, you know, each season you think you know who H is. And I still have to watch season six yet because it's not landed here yet. Mm. They've played it in the UK and in yeah. the UK they know. I still don't know who H is, Kim. Yeah, no. Well, I don't either. But as I said, I think I did finish three and I think I'm in the midst of four. But absolutely, each series just uh, continues on, doesn't it? It does. And it's won bucket loads of awards. Mm. I'm just looking at the award lists, Kim. I mean, they have got bucket loads, hundreds and hundreds. And I'm not kidding you. Some say it's the best police show ever done. Well, I think it is. It's it's gripping because the the storylines... You think they're individual, but you suddenly into season three and then things that you saw in season one start to make sense. Mm. And you go, oh, my goodness, I can see the connections mm-hmm. as they start to uncover um, the dodgy, um, the police that are corrupt, the corrupt police. And, you know, um, 
uh, it just calls into question so many things, you know, and you can see the relationship between obviously the two lead characters um, and, you know, what what's going on there. So Steve and Kate, you know, and their relationship differs because um, Steve, well, I think, becomes very different backgrounds. Yeah, but they? he becomes increasingly obsessed by trying to find hate mm. and he starts to bend the rules to try and find him. And again, well, hang on a minute. Are you now starting to be corrupt in your search to find who? is corrupt so six seasons brilliant show Mm. you can get it on Britbox so if you're British like me and you've got a Britbox subscription um, best of British I think this is right up there and you said it's also on Amazon Prime it is on Amazon Prime and look you know these some of these actors I'd never, you know, heard of prior to going into uh, to watching it. However, um, Keely Hawes. Uh, oh no, I love Keely Hawes. She came into it. I think season two, season three. We have to um, we have to review um, the Bodyguard that she was in yes. actually too, because that was a phenomenal show as well. And we haven't done that one. No, have we, we haven't done that one. We yeah. should do that next week. Yeah, oh, Olivia so Coleman. So if you are looking for things mm, to binge, yeah. Right up there for me. Yeah, look, I loved it, but uh, not as much as you, I don't think. Um, <laughs> what kind of yeah, – what, what what score are you going to give it? I'm going to give it four and a half stars. Like I said, I was on the edge of my seat often with the twists and turns and I still don't know who H is and I cannot wait for season six. So, you know, if you've got COVID or you're tucked up in bed with the flu or you're looking for something to binge or, you, you know, you've run out of your show, what's my next show to binge? Highly, 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 I highly recommend this to anyone who has Amazon Prime. Mm. If you haven't watched it, get on there and check this one out. Uh, Line of Duty. Mm, I'm going to give it three and a half. Oh, Kim, I'm so disappointed in you. You like British <laughs> drama. Seriously, that's no, drama. you've given worse shows higher ratings than this. I can't Maybe believe it. Maybe it's just it. the way I'm feeling today. Yeah, you're very, you're very, yeah, you're very <laughs> vicious today. A two and a half and a three and a half. <laughs> well, you're normally five, five, four, four point seven five. Oh, well, that was my first for that last week too. But yes. um, three and a half, this if First season, I would have given it four and a half. Second season, four and a half. But it's kind of trailed off for me a bit. So I'm going with three and a half. So again, it's got a banging soundtrack. Mm. There are so many songs all the way through this. And, you know, I could have played a million. But we're going to have When Love Takes Over, Kim. Okay, good song. You know who that is? When Love Takes Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, who is it? Who, yeah. does, who sings When Love Takes Over? I can't remember. I'm it's the girl from Destiny's Child. Oh, that's right. Michelle, what's her no, name? No, not Michelle. The other one. <laughs> Kelly Rowland. I'm joking because she was from The Masked Singer the other night. She She's was. the one that nobody knows. That's right. Yeah. Well, you are listening to Radio Caram where um, Kim is feeling particularly vicious with her scoring this afternoon. And uh, keep listening. And this is When Love Takes Over. Hi, I'm Freddie from Freddie's Kitchen. Let's get behind Radio Karam. Go Karam. Come on Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's. Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. Our favourite store indeed, Kimmy. I love going and getting my coffee before I jump on the train. And I've been on the train a few times lately down at Freddy's Kitchen here in Caram. And you are listening to Girls on Film Radio. Caram and Kim, you've got... We're sticking with the UK kind of theme. You've got another binge-worthy show. 
Yes, uh, Fleabag, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridges uh, or Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, I don't think there's an S on the end actually, but she wrote, uh, directed and starred in this TV series which uh, we'll talk about once we listen to the trailer. And you can see Fleabag on Netflix, mm-hmm. Yep, a Netflix show. Okay, let's have a listen to uh, the season one trailer. Hopefully it's a bit longer than the last trailer we had. <laughs> when a guy you like sends you a text at two o'clock on a Tuesday night asking if he can come and find you. And then you open the door to him like you've always forgotten he's coming over. Oh, hi. Hey. Oh my God, definitely not. That does nothing for you. What? These are my clothes, boo. I've been wearing these all day. It's really not that bad. It's really oh, what are you sorry. telling I me? Love you. you got them all by the balls, causing waterfalls. I didn't meet you. She used to be our godmother. But then their parents split up. Mum died. You really are very good looking. Thank you. Very. Thank you. Very. Thank you. It's been really nice to spend the day with a normal family. The only thing harder than having to tell your super high-powered, perfect, anorexic, rich super sister that you've run out of money is having to ask her to bail you out. I'm just going to ask her. I'm just going to come. Do you need to borrow money? No. The boys want to be her. You won't like other girls. You can keep up. I should ask you if you want to go out for a drink with me. And I'll be sure to treat you like a nasty little bitch. Um, that was a joke. Oh, no, Sorry. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was like, oh, okay. I won't be hurt. So do you. How'd you two meet? Oh, I met her on a bus. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy to pick up girls these days. I was like, hi. And she's like, I'll take my number from me. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Welcome back to Girls on Film. Now, Fleabag, Carenza, uh, it's outstanding, absolutely brilliant. Um, Phoebe uh, Waller-Bridge is just the most amazing writer, comedy writer, but she also wrote um, Killing Eve. And I, She did the first season of yeah, Killing Eve. Yeah, she did. Because they changed writer. Yes. Every single season I in know, Killing Eve, which was incredible. We've bizarre. already done that one, though, haven't we? So, we have. Great but, show. Yeah, but she also, uh, I was just in my research, found out that she was, co-wrote uh, No Time to Die, the last James Bond film as well. But anyway, I'm digressing. Um, look, Fleabag, incredible. Um, I just absolutely uh, loved it. So it's on Amazon, so you can tune in and find it on Amazon. So it's a British comedy drama, and as Kimmy said, it's written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and it's based on her one-woman show that was first performed in 2013. Now, it was originally produced by the Two Brothers Pictures for, again, the BBC, Mm -hmm. uh, in co-production with Amazon. And then, of course, now you can see it on on Prime. And um, Phoebe stars as the title. Now, we never get to know her name in this. She's only only known Fleabag. Fleabag. Mm -hmm. And what I love about this is how she talks to camera. So you heard that in the trailer. Like, she talks to you as you're watching the show. And it is just unique it's, it is very unique but it's also it's a bit like remember ferris bueller he used to do yes that and um, his big day out yeah loved it yeah so um yeah very very similar but he she just 
was just beautifully acted. But I must tell you, just before you go out and watch it, it can be quite crude. And although it's rated MA, uh, 15 plus, um, I would have tended to give it a, a, a rated R. Yeah, well, it's an interesting storyline. So she stars as Fleabag, a free-spirited, sexually active and angry and confused young woman living in London. And we kind of follow that story. And as it unfolds, you get to see the kind of loss and grief that she's mm. experiencing in her life. And you actually begin to understand her cynicism and her anger mm-hmm. at the world, yeah. which is Utterly hilarious as well. Oh, can I tell you, I fell off the couch laughing so hard. It was hysterical. It's one of the funniest shows I have ever seen in my life. And uh, it's one that you just never want to end. Well, get this. The one is one, Kim. So it received widespread acclaim from critics, particularly for its writing and its acting and the uniqueness and the personality, of course, of Fleabag herself. Mm. So she won the British Academy Television Award for the Best Female Comedy Performance for the first season. It then received 11 primetime Emmy Award nominations winning six winning six yes with Phoebe Waller-Bridge earning the Outstanding Comedy Series Outstanding Lead Actress and Outstanding Writing for a Comedy um, Series as well and on top of that it stars as well my favourite Olivia Coleman. oh she's wonderful I love Olivia myself uh, it also stars Kristen Kristen Scott Thomas. Remember her from uh, Four, Four Weddings, Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah. Best of British. Yeah, absolutely awesome. So, um, so it's got a great cast. It's got a brilliant cast. It's hilarious. Um, it is so worth. I mean, for me, it's just so worth watching. It's had massive reviews everywhere. So I think if you, you know, especially if you're tucked up at bed at the moment and feeling a bit sorry for yourself, there's a lot of winter kind of you know sniffles and bugs and viruses out there. This is something that will make you laugh and and also cry because there's some really poignant sad moments in it. And and as Kim said, look, there are bits in it that are crass. And you are a bit of a prude, aren't you, Kim? You you were admitting that last night actually to a group of us as we are all having a girls' night out about how um, that you're a bit of a prude. Well, I am, but um, you know, I think if you're a real prude, I don't think you'd get through this. <laughs> Because it, it is pretty in your face, isn't it? It's very, very in your face. Yeah. So what, are the, what stars are you going to give it then, Kimmy? I'm going to give it five stars. It was fabulous. Five stars. Yeah, see, it's not just me today. I'm, I'm, I'm being You're nice. Back. I'm back. You're back. You're back being generous. Mm. Look, I'm going to match your five stars and raise it five more stars because um, – I was just, yeah, I loved this. Once I started, I could not stop binging this show mm-hmm. episode after episode. And, you know, I, I laughed and I cried and, you know, all the way through it was sensational. From memory, they're only 30-minute episodes too, they aren't are, they? They're, they're short very bites. short ones, so it's easy to do. You can just, you know, in breaks, certain things, you can just sneak away and watch one. Well, again, another banging soundtrack. And what we've got now is Dream, A Little Dream of Me by the Mamas and the Papas. I love this song. It's a great song, isn't it? But brilliant, brilliant soundtrack all the way through. Um, and you are listening to Girls on Film here on Radio Caram. Hi, this is Matt Joe Gow, and you're listening to Radio Caram, which is local community internet radio. And uh, we were having a chat about community radio earlier and how important it is to Melbourne, how important it is to the scene here, the music scene, but also the wider community. So check out Radio Caram, tune in. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nights. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker.
Welcome back to Girls on Film here on Radio Karim. Local people, local stories. Kim, have you gone out and done your grocery shopping at the Seathead North IGA today? Not yet, but I'm going there straight after we finish today. What's on your shopping list? Uh, olive oil. I'm run, I'm run out. <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> yeah, amongst other things. And, and whatever we're having for dinner. Oh, I love it. Well, um, we are reviewing some great shows and uh, how good again. Fleabag. I don't, have we ever given the show 10 stars? Yes, I think so. I think we've given a couple of 10 stars. but um, It joins the 10 star club We'll indeed. have to go back and find out which ones we actually did give 10 stars to. For the 10 star club. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to look at Dead to Me next, which is a great uh, Another US comedy, series. Isn't it? Another, Another comedy. black comedy. Absolutely. It's a wonderful show too. Binge worthy. And uh, you can see this on Netflix and season three is going to drop imminently. So Let's have a look at seasons one and two of Dead to Me. Just heat it up at 300 and leave it in for 35 minutes. Thanks, Karen. It's my take on Mexican lasagna. Great. Jeff and I can't imagine what you're going through. Well, it's like if Jeff got hit by a car and died suddenly and violently. Like that. Well, you get that dish back to me whenever you can. Welcome to Friends of Heaven. Looks like we have some new people here today. I'm Judy. Jen. I hope this isn't weird. Can I give you a hug? No. Okay. I lost my fiance eight weeks ago. It was really sudden. What? Since Ted died. I haven't been sleeping. Not at all. Hey, I'm up all night. Feel free to call me and we can not sleep together. Hi. Did you get it? Is that him? No, that's my other husband. Oh, you have another one? Then you're fine. Are you in bed? Yeah. What are you wearing? A pair of sweatpants. Ooh, slower. Huh? You're a weird person, Judy. Do you do this a lot? Just every time I see a person-sized dent in the front bumper of a car. But it must be hard to be alone in that big house without Steve. My guest house is open. Be nice having you there. Boys, this is Judy. Hey. Yeah, it's here! He thinks that the burn is his dead father. Maybe it is him. Okay. It's weird, her being in there. What? Holy fuck. You don't even know her. She could be a crazy person. We're looking for Judy Hale. Why are you looking for Judy? Let's just say that wherever Judy goes, chaos tends to follow. Is this some kind of game that you're playing? There's a lot of shit you don't know. Grief does some weird shit to people. I know you. You're good. Crazy or not. invited a criminal into your home. She's the only person who has been here for me that doesn't make me feel like I am failing at everything. I've got a widow running around town like a white wine vigilante. Fuck her. Fucking love you. I'm feeling good. Yeah, so this was another hilarious comedy. In fact, we were still laughing at the trailer as it was playing, but... uh, yeah. Love that trailer. And what a star cast, Kim, in oh, this show. Absolutely. Uh, just, we haven't seen Christina Applegate since, you know, the 80s, the I 90s. Think I last, wasn't she, didn't she guest star in Friends, I think was the last big yeah, thing that, that she the did. that was 90s, um, wasn't it? One of Rachel's sisters along yeah. with Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, see? that's right. Yeah, and look, Linda Cardellini uh, in this as well. They both play Friends uh, who meet... Uh, through tragic circumstances, which is just hilarious. Well, this is a black comedy. Let's it is start a black by comedy. saying it's a black comedy. It is. It is centered so, around death yes. and you know grief. Um, yes, that's and it right. Is, um, 
funny. Yeah, look, it's, it centers around their friendship, uh, which blossoms. And, and look, Jen, uh, played by Applegate, is a recently widowed real estate agent uh, based in California. And what she doesn't realize is that Judy, who she meets uh, at a loss and, group, uh, loss and grief therapy class, uh, who pretends, she also, Judy, pretends that she's had a, someone die, but they haven't. What in actual fact happened was her, her boyfriend left her uh, because she actually ran over <laughs> and Jen. And killed Jenny's um, husband in a hit run. So she goes to try and, you know, see what this woman's like, basically. They run and meet into each other and become best friends, don't they? They do. And they have to face their struggles differently as Jen finds herself in a dark place and Judy maintains a positive disposition throughout the series. And this difference quickly leads to a deep bonds between the two but as you can imagine Jen becomes starts to become more more unhinged the closer she gets to Judy and realizes how much she likes her and you know and what friends they are sorry mm. when we're around um Jen becomes more unhinged and she unravels the secrets of her mm. husband's death and starts to find um Judy's secrets mm. and there's two seasons of this already mm both with really big twists, 10 episodes each, and then um, season three is imminent. Yeah, look, that, that was um, delayed because of Christina Applegate's um, diagnosis with MS. Did you know that? I so, did not know yeah, that. Yeah, she became very unwell, so they had to slow production down, and obviously with COVID and everything else, um, it, it it wasn't released until this year. So we're, we're well overdue for a good laugh, so um, that, that will be um, a very, very uh, great, when it does appear James Marsden was, oh, oh, what, a, what a star cast I love James Marsden in um, Westlife thank you that's no Westworld Westworld West that's what I was looking for yeah he's he's very good in this as well he plays the ex-boyfriend of, of Judy. Judy yeah who uh, was in the car at the time that she hit and killed and as season two comes and we get to hear more about that story and it, we find out he's involved with the Greek mafia there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff going on he's yep. actually not the nice guy that he pretends to no, be no he isn't um, which is very interesting. And also he has a semi-identical twin brother, a chiropractor. <laughs> and he becomes Jen, so Christina Applegate's new love interest. That's season two, though, that isn't season it? Season yeah, two. that so was they're hysterical. Great seasons. They're yeah. Brilliant. yeah. Do you know this is produced by Will Farrell? No, but that doesn't surprise me because he's a very funny man. He so, is. And this is a very funny, dark, black comedy. Yeah, look, Applegate and uh, Cardellini are both uh, producers on this show as well. So they're right into it. Um, and they're superb. I mean, I have to say both of them, like the chemistry between them is fantastic. You know, as mm. you see their friendship start to blossom and then oh. the, the you know, the anxiety and the more that, you know, Christina Applegate's, you know, um, character is, I'm going to find who did this and, and killed and she gets closer and closer to the truth. And, you know, you see that relationship between them and how much Judy, the best friend who did mm. the hit and run, is torn and wants to tell her but doesn't know how to tell her. And It really is clever, isn't it? It's it really know. clever. And I don't know how they acted through this without, you know, being cracking up laughing. hysterical because I would have not been able to keep a straight face if I was them. Um, just a little bit of trivia. The cinematographer happens to be none other than Julia Roberts' uh, husband. Do you remember who he might oh, be? Oh, yes, I do. I'm going to say Lyle Lovett, but that was um, that was one of her husbands, wasn't it, Lyle Lovett? Yeah, that was her first yeah, husband. Danny Moda, who's the father of the two twins' That's right. I want to say Phineas and Fern, but I think that's a kids' TV show. No, Phineas is one. I can't remember the other, other one. one, but you did right. There you go. Yeah. So well, that's some gossip. Mm, yeah. So, so Kim, do you need a refill on your Chardonnay? This oh, no, here? not today. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, yeah. So uh, once again, it, it 
won a lot of Emmy awards as well over the over the couple of years. Um, yeah, for outstanding uh, lead comedy. actress in a comedy series and uh, outstanding comedy. So there you go. We've given you two banging comedies to watch today. Mm. So, you know, if you've got the winter kind of, you know, the winter doldrums, your over winter, COVID, mm. the flu, gastro, everything else that's going around and you want a laugh, I'm going to give this four and a half stars, Kim. I'm going to match you. Fantastic. Almost as good as Fleabag, which I gave five to. Yeah, not quite, but almost. It's it's really is very, very good, though. So I'll go four and a half as well. Cracking music as well. So this is right beside you, Sophie B. Hawkins. But the whole soundtrack to this show, absolutely belting. And there are so many songs we could have played. But I love a TV show that has good music because I reckon that's another hook that just brings you in. Absolutely. Look, I love listening to music anyway. And, you know, when you combine two of my favourite things, it's You're always nice. So you are listening here to Girls on Film Radio. Karen, local people, local stories and local reviews of some great uh, binge-worthy TV shows. And this is right beside you, Sophie B. Hawkins. <laughs> Hi, this is Steve Stakos, the Mayor of the City of Kingston, and you're listening to Radio Carum. You are indeed, and you've been listening this afternoon to Girls on Film. Kim, it's time for the wrap. How did we go for today's shows? Um, we had a lot to talk about and some great shows for people to watch with a bit of a British theme. Yeah, look, um, no surprises that Fleabag came in as the winner with uh, 10 stars. Uh, both of us gave it five out of five, and uh, rightly so, because that was one of the best comedies I think I've ever seen. I think the only comedy that will ever beat this, in my eyes, would be Absolutely Fabulous, which I absolutely love. <laughs> in fact, I think I might review that, um, or those series. There was a lot of them, wasn't there? Uh, following that was Dead to Me. I think we we like comedies, don't we? Comedy we series. We do like so comedies. That came in at nine, with both of us giving it four and a half, uh, followed by uh, Line of Duty with eight, a drama police series and I gave Belfast a dismal 2.5 which was a um, autobiographical, star total. autobiographical yeah, uh, movie based on Kenneth Brenner's life as a, a young boy in Belfast, uh, which I just found a little bit slow. Um, look, next week, um, I'm thinking... Um, you have been to the movies, actually. I have. And um, look, uh, I only just uh, went uh, earlier today, so I didn't get a chance to really research the film. But next week, we're going to look at uh, Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, which was a, a very funny comedy starring uh, none other than Emma Thompson, who was fabulous. It was a big Emma Thompson fan. Yeah, big Emma Thompson fan. And in fact, she was married to Kenneth Branagh. There you go. There's another oh, connection. That's ding, right. Ding, 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 that's ding. right. Look, and we've, we've watched a lot of series over the last uh, 12 months uh, that we haven't actually reviewed either, which we might review. Uh, have a think about these ones, Carenza, because uh, I know you've seen them too. Uh, the Queen's Gambit. Well, Bridget- they are all coming up in yeah, the next few weeks. That's right. Bridgerton, Hacks, Away. Uh, just to name a few. So we'll look at those. And if, if there are any on that list uh, that you would like us to look at, please send us a, uh, a text. Yep, on uh, that number is 0493213831. We have actually been asked to um, review Paper Planes, Kim. So mm. I have to go and check that one out as well. So, um, yeah, great shows. Tell us um, so we can tell you. You've been listening to Girls on Film. I'm Carenza. And I'm Kim. And we'll see you next week at the same time. So until then, take care and stay safe. Bye.